Hey ladies, it is finally the month of October and fall is starting. Welcome to the Her Podcast. My name is Holly Wright and I am the host of this really super cool women's podcast. So thanks for tuning in and listening on this Monday afternoon. So I hope you guys are having an amazing morning or day wherever you're at listening. Um, We are launching a brand new topic today and it is called what will she think? And so my vision for this topic for the month of October is really just to chat about um, things that we've held back, whether that's gifts and talents, your religious beliefs, how you feel about things, things that we like held back from our friends because we were scared of what those other girls would think about us. So this comes into play with like comparison and choosing the right friends. I think Any girl who's listening to this podcast can relate to this because we've all been through middle school, high school, maybe even college and had to battle with figuring out like, what do I say? What do I do so I can fit in? So I'm super honored to introduce you to today's guest speaker. Her name is Lauren from South Carolina. She has been on our podcast um, this past summer before. So welcome back to the podcast, Lauren. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm excited to have you again because you left such a powerful word last time. I think you spoke with us in July and killed it. So welcome back. Thank you. So let's kind of dive into this topic when I know that I had originally asked you like a month or two ago to share your heart on this topic. What is like the first thing that came to mind when you thought like, um, what will she think? Like, is there any kind of trigger or past experience like What was your first thought process when you heard about the topic? Yeah, so when you first introduced the topic to me, there was a few things that kind of like fired in my mind because I think it it, this topic means like different things to different people at different seasons in their life. So for me, if I was listening to this or talking about this from a middle school or high school perspective, it would look a lot like different experiences I had with um, deciding not to go with the grain in high school or middle school and friends and that type of thing. But if you were mm-hmm. to say that to me now, or if I were to address it now, it more so is along the lines of like my career path. And do I want to, um, go, do I want to fully jump into what I feel like God has called me to? Or sometimes I feel like I have fear of, not only what will other people think, but also just like being um, kind of to just be myself and fully take ownership of what I feel like God has called me to. So I think those few things kind of went through my mind because they look a lot different in different seasons of Mm -hmm. my life. Yeah, that's good. If you could go back to high school, my first question for you is if you go back to high school, what are a few things that you Um, really struggled with or held back because you were scared of you know what other girls would think about you I know for me like something like I grew up with parents you know being involved in ministry so like religion was something I really held back not religion but like more of like my faith and my heart because it's something I strongly believed and was taught and then go into a you know public school private school and like not doing everything every girl does at high school and like that's something I battled with like oof like how do you how do you be a Christian but like be normal and fit in so what what are some things that you kind of battled with that you're like oof I don't know Lauren like should you say that should you not yeah so goodness I mean I feel like I needed to hear this type of podcast it just brings back so many um, times where I feel like for me specifically, something that I really struggled with in regards to this topic was 
you know, in the midst of being in not, I mean, it wasn't that I was necessarily friends with people that weren't Christians or didn't have the same values as me, but it just looks a little bit different in high school because everybody seems like is focused on fitting in, doing Mm -hmm. what everybody is, um, doing what everybody else is doing or either just like doing things that you're not going to stand out really. And for me, I mean, before I, I got on this or when I was preparing to talk about this with you, I talked to my mom a little bit because she was definitely who I confided in the most in middle in high school. And so I Mm -hmm. asked her and I was like, Hey, like, do you remember any times where I felt almost like an outsider or I felt like there was a time that I was having trouble with doing something because I was wondering what other people would think. And she kind of reiterated what I was already thinking. And when I was in high school, I think one big thing for me with this topic was like gossip. And when I would be, when I would be in a group setting, I would not want to participate in the gossiping because I knew that it wasn't the right thing to do. Um, And honestly, for me also just like other things with how I spoke, like bad language was very popular with, you know, when I was in high school and middle school, I mean, I feel like it pretty much still is. It still is. Yeah. Yeah. And that was a huge thing because I felt like, I mean, there were times where I would tell my friends like, Hey, like it, I, I, I obviously can't control what you do, but like, please don't, you know, use that foul language around me. It makes me uncomfortable or I just don't want to be around that. And that was, that's something that definitely took boldness Um, and it wasn't necessarily like the best thing to, it wasn't the best feeling to be the only one or to be in the minority of your friend group or people in your grade, you know, that didn't use cuss words or didn't gossip. Um, and also, you know, I was thinking about when I was thinking about this topic, I was thinking about how with the topic of what will she think or like not doing what everybody else is doing for the fear of what other people are thinking when I was talking again to my mom and a few other people about this and they were they made a really good point when we were talking about it and they were talking about how when we choose one time to go with the grain and not you know listen to that small voice that we have or listen to the Holy Spirit or just know or do what we know is right as far as not going against the grain, then that makes it easier to do it over and over and over again. And it's like a slippery slope. Yeah. Like if I know that gossiping isn't the right thing to do, but I don't want to be excluded or I don't want to be the minority and I do it once, then chances are then it's going to get easier and easier to do it over and over and over again. Um, Mm -hmm. And so that was a huge thing for me with, with this topic was definitely like thinking back to what I, what I had to like kind of harness in myself to find the boldness to not participate in things that I was scared to not participate in because I was scared of what other people would think. And it's such a hard thing um, being in that stage of life, because I feel like you're so focused on just the approval of others and the acceptance of others. Um, And so, yeah, that's what, that's kind of a little bit of um, what I was going, what was going through my head when, with this topic. Yeah, I love that too. And I love what you said about gossip. That is something that is, I mean, that's something that's never going to die. It's going to continue to get bigger and bigger in the school system with friendships. Um, But that's something that is super hard too. It's like, 
especially because gossip is in healthy friendships or toxic friendships. Everybody gossips and talks about things. And um, it's very rare that someone, you know, doesn't speak so negative about someone because we're human. We're not perfect. But um, gossip is something that's super big, too. And it's like, how do you find the balance of you know, say, for example, you do have healthy friendships and someone's, you know, you're hanging out with your girls and someone's talking so negative. And it's like, how do you find that balance of kind of telling them like, yo, I don't feel comfortable or like shutting it down. And it's, I think it's using wisdom too. Like wisdom comes in a place like, or even for me, like I remember battling in high school and college, like I had such different friend friend groups. I had like my athlete friends and my girls from church and then my coworkers, like all these different circles. And I had to like in adjust to each of these different f- friend groups, but also know exactly who I am, my purpose and who, who Holly is. So that way, when I hung out with these different people, I didn't just blend in with each kind of different group. Does that make sense? Yeah. For sure. So it's like, how do you find the balance of cutting down the gossip and being honest with the people that you do life with like hey we can't you know especially cussing that's huge and girls don't really I mean most people don't really think before they speak and it's such a natural thing to do in this generation um but going back to like gossip and stuff like that was there ever um a time where maybe like I don't know for example you wanted to stand up for something maybe someone was being mean to like a friend or something happened and then later on you're like dang Lauren you should have said something yeah so it's kind of funny because in school and kind of like on the outside it I think a lot of people think that I'm pretty like reserved and stuff and Mm -hmm. one thing that I will say that God has definitely blessed me with was like kind of speaking my mind but that with that thing and standing up in those instances but there was definitely times where I fell short like we all do and there was times where it was tempting to not do anything um and I definitely as cliche as this is probably gonna sound I mean I always would strive to live with like tomorrow or the next day like what's gonna be the better choice what's gonna be the decision that shows Jesus to other people and what's gonna be the decision to um, that's going to make the person that's in the situation feel the most loved. And even if that's not, I mean, there, there's definitely a way to like lovingly call out somebody or lovingly confront somebody. And that's one thing I may not have trouble like speaking my mind, but I am the worst with confrontation. And with this topic, a lot of times confrontation is something that is relevant because yeah. when you're in a friend group and someone's, you know, using bad language or gossiping or treating somebody bad or, you know, partaking in something that you don't stand for you, it takes confrontation to be like, Hey, like, that's not something that I want to be a part of and not going to be a part of. And I would definitely say like the way that I would always do it would be a way of trying to approach it with love. And a big Mm -hmm. thing that I think you can do in those situations with gossip or whatever it really may be is not doing it in a judgmental or, Um, condescending way but doing it out of a loving heart and a pure heart and I think you know covering those situations in prayer is so important because I would say that you know when you have a pure heart and pure intentions and you're trying to seek the Lord in your actions then he is definitely faithful in those situations where you maybe don't have the words or you don't know what to say Um, Mm -hmm. and so just doing it 
and trying to find the courage to do it and just trusting that the Lord's gonna, as long as you have a pure heart and pure intentions. I mean, I would never say, you know, call out somebody because you want to embarrass them or like be condescending or judgmental to somebody because, you know, you don't, you don't know where they're coming from. And um, that's something that I would say is just trying to harness that, that courage that we can get because of Jesus. And um, it's definitely hard and it's something that is a battle, but I feel like just like going with the grain gets easier when you do it. And that's why you Mm -hmm. have to kind of like nip it in the bud. I mean, going against the grain as well and standing up for yourself and standing up for what you believe in, it also gets easier the more you do it. So yeah, that's good. One of you reminded me of something too. One of my youth pastors used to tell us, like when I was in full time youth ministry, um, we had to correct youth students all the time because they're wild. And one time, um, I'll never forget. He was like, "You correct them with love and honor them, and then you bring in correction." Mm-hmm. And so I think a lot of us or a lot of people just think, and it's good to be blunt. It's good to be honest, but I think there's a way informed to do it too, especially when people are gossiping or talking bad or just doing things that aren't making you comfortable, especially in your girl group and hold you back from being your full self is just honor, honor that person and love them first and then correct them. And the truth is like, if those are your friends and those are people that honor and respect you, to begin with, they're gonna, they're gonna take advice, you yeah. know? So, and if, and if they're not, if they can't honor and respect that, then they're not real friends and clearly they don't respect you. So I think this topic really goes hand in hand with like figuring out like who's in your circle and are these healthy girlfriends that you're doing life with? Because the truth is if you can't be your full self and walk in a straight line to hit your purpose with the people that are around you then they're not healthy friends. And because the Bible says like who you hang out with is who you shortly become. Yes. And I think we take this for granted. And that's something I've had to battle with because I love people and, you know, I have all these different kind of people in my life, but there's a balance um, that I have to, and boundaries that I have to set because you can, you can love people around you, but you have to be careful with who you allow, like in your circle. Yeah. And so it's, it's kind of going back to like, you know, the girls listening to this, like who, who's in your circle, like what kind of friends do you have? And it's great to be friends with girls from church and coworkers and athletes and, you know, people that you, um, meet at a coffee shop. Like I meet people all over and that's, that's one thing, but you have to really take a step back and be like, okay, are these people pushing me to my purpose? Are these people making me better grow in me? And also another thing is like, if the people in your life aren't like, say for example, you have bad days, um, like, you know, losses and wins, like, are they celebrating your wins and cheering you up during your losses too? Cause like, it's one thing to have people in your life that constantly celebrate your wins. But when you're going through a bad day or a breakup or a family loss or just a bad week, like, are those people still continuing to cheer you on and encourage you? Yeah, for sure. I think there's, that was another thing that I learned in high school and middle school was the importance of having, like, there's, we're definitely as believers, like we're called to fellowship with unbelievers and fellowship with people that aren't like us. And that's totally what Jesus taught us to do. But there's a difference in the people like you were talking about that you let in your circle and you let in your close knit group that you, like you said, you celebrate with and you mourn with and you cry with and you laugh with. And it's definitely so vital for 
us girls and I mean everybody but to have a small group of tight-knit girls or just even if it's one or two friends that you know are aligned with your beliefs they support you in your calling I mean this is gonna nip a lot of the things in the bud that we're talking about with this with this issue I mean there's definitely you know inevitable things that are going to happen where you're scared of doing something because of what other people think but you have to have a small tight tight knit you know, friend or two or three or how many ever that, you know, you can lovingly, you know, confront and can hold you accountable. And I mean, and do the same thing for you. If you ever get out of line, it's so important. And there's such a difference in having, you know, people in your circle. I mean, there's nothing wrong with being friends with people that are associating with people that don't believe what you do, but there is, you know, something wrong with it. Is that if that's all you're hanging out with and that's all you're, letting pour into you and feed into you. I mean, that's going to change. Like you said, it's going to change your character and you have to be around people that are like-minded and, and um, believe what you do, value what you do and value you as a person. And I mean, there, there's a difference with, I mean, the way that you, if you have to confront somebody in your friend group, there's a difference in how somebody is going to receive it if they're um, like-minded with you versus somebody that doesn't understand at all what you're coming from. So I think I yeah, mean, friendships good. is goodness is so important. I know. And I feel like every topic I have on her podcast, it just goes back to friends because man, like the people, and I wish I would have known this earlier in life, like middle school and high school. Like I wish someone would have told me because the people in your circle affect everything. Yep. Like they affect your, your, you know, your moments of just having a bad week, your, your emotions, your thought process, like people that you do life with is so important. And I think if, you know, for the girls listening to this podcast, like really take a step back and I'm not saying ditch all your friends. That is not what I'm saying. Yeah. Don't, don't misinterpret what I'm saying on this podcast, but I am saying like, take a step back and just look who's in your circle because the people in your circle who you do life with every single day, whether you text, call, FaceTime, Instagram, DMs, Twitter, I don't care what you do with them. The connection that you have with them is so important. Um, Take a step back and just figure out like, okay, are these people healthy? Are these people pushing me forward? Because this comes into place with what will she think? Because if you can't be your full um, full self and be comfortable on a daily basis while hanging out with these people, then the truth is, sorry to tell you, they're not healthy. And it, and there comes a time too, like, I guess let's flip the coin. If you are taking a step back and you do realize there's a few people in your life, maybe one, two or whatever, you don't, um, I used to, I used to, used to just like ditch them and just cut them off, remove Instagram. I'm saying like high school, college days, like Back then, I didn't know any better, so I would just ditch them and then leave and just never talk to them again. There's a way mm-hmm. to do it. You don't have to um, just be like, yo, we can't be friends anymore and just throw them away because the truth is, like, God loves those girls. And, you know, you had a friendship for a reason, but I think sitting down with the people in your life, even if, like, if you realize there's a few of them that are not healthy, if it's one girl in your group, sit her down for coffee and be, and, and try. Yeah. Like, you don't have to throw away these people in your life because the truth is that girl may be in your life um, for her to mm-hmm. see light. It may not even be to benefit you. 
So really just take a step back, figure out who's in your circle. If they're not healthy, have a conversation with them over coffee and be like, hey, these this is where I stand and this is how I feel. And if we're going to be friends, then A, B, C, D. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't have to throw people away. There's a, there's a healthy way to adjust and do it. Um, but really take a step back and figure out, man, like who's in your circle? Are they healthy or they're not? Because um, – Otherwise, you're you're going to continue to repeat this thought process of this topic. What will she think? And, you know, you won't be able to move forward. I guess, Lauren, my last question for you is if you had three encouragement words or three sentences or just three things that you can leave us with when it comes to this topic, what will she think? If you could go back, what are three things you would tell the old Lauren knowing the wisdom that you know now? So I would definitely like, even with what you were just saying before, I was just going to, first of all, and this can definitely be one of the things was in, I encourage you if you're listening and you're in a, at a spot where you're aware that the people around you aren't the best, or you need to find Mm -hmm. some different people to pour into you and be around you. Like I would just encourage you that I know that that's hard and it's scary and it's intimidating and it may get to a point if you're in high school or middle school or even college and you're like where do I even find biblical community like it's such a hard thing to not even like to yes start over with that type of thing but also just to just to change because you get stuck in the people that you hang out with is such an easy thing and I would just encourage you that I've been there And I've been at a place where I feel like, man, I don't know any girls that are like-minded or I don't know, or I feel like they're not going to want to be friends with me or those types of things. And there's, there was such a point in my life in the transition between high school and college where all I wanted was just a group of girls that I knew could pour into me and hold me accountable. And I wouldn't have to worry about what they thought and I could just be myself with. And I promise you, you'll find that just pray over it. And just really cry out to God and try to get plugged into, if you're not plugged into a church and a small group or that type of thing. And also, if, you, if you're scared to reach out to somebody or you're scared to make the first move in a friendship, like, don't be. Pray over it. And you never know. I mean, worst case scenario, it ends up not being your best friend. But best case scenario, it could end up being your best friend. And that's something is having yeah. courage to reach out to people. And you never know where... A friendship can go. So I would, first of all, just really encourage you if you're in that spot. I feel like I was definitely in that spot in middle and high school where I felt like, goodness, I don't have anybody. I don't have any. Um, there were definitely moments where I would have a mess up with a friend or I would feel alone in my friend group because I wasn't, you know, going with what they were doing. And I would just go back and tell myself, like, that's coming for you. Like, God wants that for you. Um, you just have to be patient. And so that's the first thing. I would also say um, just to be constantly praying for courage in those situations where you are scared to speak your mind or you are scared to be bold. I would definitely just encourage you that as girls, a lot of times we are scared to be bold because that's not what society um, portrays us as or expects us to be. But there's such a beauty in the way that God gave women just the same voice that men have. And just the, we have the ability to be bold and to speak our minds and to be who exactly we were meant to be and um, pursue the life that Jesus has for us. And don't let fear hold you back from that. I mean, there's such beauty in the boldness that God gave us as women and the voice that we have. Mm -hmm. Um, Secondly, 
or not secondly, lastly, <laughs> I would say, goodness, I'm trying to think. I would just say, don't get discouraged if you have fallouts with friends or if you have yeah. Yeah. Um, moments where you feel down with your friend group or even if you have moments where you're like, man, I could have spoken up in that moment and I didn't like that is going to happen. And that is something that's the beauty of the gospel. That's the beauty of Jesus. He gives us so much grace and we're able to grow in that. And I would just say, don't get discouraged in that because it happens. It's going to happen. It's going to happen forever. And um, life is messy and we're sinful people, but there's grace for that. And so, um, yes, I would say, goodness, what was my first one? <laughs> oh, <laughs> one, um, don't be discouraged if you don't have, um, a friend group, like pray for that Yeah. Two, um, be bold and own, own that voice that you have. And three, you know, don't get discouraged if you mess up or if you feel like you have a moment where you could have, um, spoken up because there is so much grace for that. Yeah, that's good. I love three of those points because they're practical. And um, I know it's easier said than yeah. done, too. So if you're driving or listening to this podcast in your room or wherever you are, um, it's it's not easy and it's mm-hmm. not comfortable, but it's so worth it because it affects yeah. your future. And I think if we really grasp like who we do life with, the decisions that we make around our friends, being our full self, walking in our purpose, like that stuff like matters to God. And so I think if we could just get these little steps, like just kind of what Lauren said, be bold. Um, Something I posted on my Twitter this morning that God gave me when I was doing my devotional was um, when you walk in fear, it will call confusion. But when you walk by faith, it will give you direction. And so fear causes confusion. Faith gives you direction. So just even if it's super hard, even if you're just like so scared to make the first move, go to coffee with these girls, like just have faith. And just what I do is like, especially like I can handle confrontation. It doesn't bother me one bit. I like to (laughs) fix things. So, but not everybody's wired like that. And that's okay. But when you do Like, I know for me, if I had to confront a friend or like a high school student or even um, a coworker, since, you know, I have a team under me, um, is one thing is just like, God, Mm -hmm. use my words. Like, because when you're, when you're emotional mess and anxiety and fear and all this stuff, like sometimes your words will tremble or things will come out wrong. But like, as you walk into their meeting with that girl, whether you're going to do life with her or remove her from your circle, whatever it looks like, just say, God, use my words. Like it's super simple, but I'm telling Mm -hmm. you it works every time. So if you just surrender your words and your heart to God and let him work out the kinks, um, either that girl's going to be in your life and it's fixable and you can continue to move forward or God will remove it and just know when he does remove, Mm -hmm. he replaces. So don't think like, oh my gosh, like if I've got four girls in my group and three of them I have to remove, If, if that's the case if they were to separate because they're not aligned with where you're walking with in life, God will replace. It's not going to be an overnight thing. It may not be a week thing, but I will tell you from experience with me is every single person that I've had to remove, he replaced in, Mm -hmm. in double fold. So just know that it will be replaced over time. God does have better for you. Um, But yes, remember that walking into friendships and, you know, questioning yourself, what will she think? Because that's, I think it's so important. And we have to realize that this um, generation we're in and life is hard, but if we could get these 
things and learn from this, it definitely benefit our future. So thank you, Lauren, just for kind of sharing your heart today. Um, I think this is such a, like, it's a good topic, but it kind of like hit certain areas in, in, in our heart. That's just mm-hmm. kind of uncomfortable, but I think it's good for us to talk about these things because it's real. Like us girls are human and we have good days and bad days and we mm-hmm. make good friends and bad friends, but you know, it comes back to yeah. like, who are you doing life with? Because, yeah. you know, the people that you choose to put in your circle are very important. And yeah. I once everything. heard, I don't, don't like quote me on who said this. I have no idea, but I once heard something that really struck me with being uncomfortable. And that was, it's better to be uncomfortable and in God's will than it is to be mm-hmm. uncomfortable or comfortable mm-hmm. and out of his will. Um, and that's good. Gosh, I feel like that's what we sign up for. And it's so beautiful. <laughs> Yeah. No, that's good. I'm going to remember that. I'll write that down (laughs) in my journal. (laughs) No, but it's true because, you know, when you're uncomfortable, you grow. And if you stay comfortable and, you know, stay, it's almost like getting locked into your bedroom all day. Like if you just stay in your room all day, don't go to work, don't work out, don't have community, don't play sports, like whatever it may be, you're just going to sit there and rot. And I think it's so healthy to grow. Yeah, it's uncomfortable. And, and some, you know, moves that you make aren't going to be the best, but that's how you grow. And I don't know about you, but I'd rather move and grow than sit <laughs> yes. in the same spot and growing pains are, you good. know, not go anywhere. <laughs> but thank you, Lauren, for speaking on the podcast, believing the best for you in good old South thank Carolina. You. And um, thank you for being willing to speak and share your heart. I know I had you on the podcast this summer and you are such an example on Instagram and to the girls in the East Coast. So I really appreciate you. you. I always enjoy it. And goodness, have me back anytime. (laughs) I will. I will. You are in the group. So thank you. Well, thank you girls for for listening to the Her Podcast. We will be chatting about what will she think, this awesome topic for the whole month of October. Um, So make sure you follow Lauren on Instagram. She's all over our Instagram feed and Twitter. Um, If you have any questions or this topic really got you thinking, make sure you send um, the Her Podcast a DM or my personal Instagram. It's the Holly Wright. We would love to chat with you, pray with you, and just kind of walk it out with you. Uh, But stay tuned for next week.